Hello, and welcome to I Love That. A bachelor podcast, because the unexamined life isn't worth living. I'm Wade. I'm Zach, and I nailed that. That was good. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Last one. That's the only one that counts. That's right. We're doctors of brainology and depression here to discuss the finale of The Bachelorette Season Tasha. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Let me open this up right now. I got to save that. I don't know what number um, it is. Yeah, um, I'm going to save that as the title. Yeah, no, that that was great. The, fin- the finale of Bachelorette Season Tasha. And uh, I think we, I, I have not been checking in to, to Reddit or the internet conversation about this season very much as we've been discussing it. But uh, I, I had the luxury of watching the episode last night and spending a lot of time on my phone seeing how people felt and i think we uh were kind of we got we had a, we were we had a finger on the pulse there it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you know we had we had the stuff we had yeah yeah so th- funny. like we were having the conversation that everyone else was having that like this was better than most seasons like okay I pe- yeah i pe- hadn't go ahead just people liked taisha people liked the older uh clientele and seeing the uh, teaser for Matt James season they're like oh fuck this is going to be like Peter's like girls again and I'm I didn't enjoy that so god I don't know though man I watched I watched that teaser because you would you you watched the this episode before me and said oh boy that teaser oh yeah and so I've been waiting and uh, so when I watched it this morning I I can't wait. Same. <laughs> it looks amazing. Like I understand that this was the uh, um, the be- this for sure was the best season ever, and it, uh, factually, I think I like The Bachelorette better than I like The Bachelor. Partly because I th- I find um, the relationships between the the dudes to be way more um interesting to me mm-hmm. um and i don't know if that's just because i can relate to being a dude and hanging out with a bunch of other dudes in this scenario but um the the bachelor i i think i god i don't know this is i feel like this is going to sound terrible but the drama is just so much realer in the bachelor than it is with the bachelorette like there is more drama in general. Yes, yeah, that's. But but I don't I don't mean it as in like girls or drama. I just mean like there's it's just a different type of drama. And and the thing that really pushed me over the edge in watching that teaser, where I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a fucking drama shit show, and I can't wait. Is Matt James full on is having a fucking breakdown, and that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. I cannot wait to see that grown man cry about whatever the hell is going on. And I do sincerely hope he finds love. But wow, that's why I watch reality TV. There's the tears. Yeah. It, uh, un- un- go ahead. No, just <laughs> I, I know what you mean by like feeling bad. Because like I think with The Bachelorette, it's easier as a man to the, to then like judge the men, like the contestants. You know, I don't I don't feel as like. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. part of watching The Bachelor is like, oh, these crazy ladies, like, look at how crazy, you know, and, and there are, there's characters in every season, yeah. and, like, we just and got a batch of, like, of, like, older dudes that were, like, not drama, and this is going to be the complete opposite. Yes. Yes. And so it, 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 that, that, oh, that kind of drama can make for brilliant reality TV, and that's why we watch reality TV. In Vanderpump Rules, there was a breakup of this couple that had been together for like seven years, and they both fucking cheated on each other, and they were both absolutely destroyed when the relationship was breaking, and it was fucking phenomenal to watch. Both the girl and the guy, I and, and how it treated the friend group, and it's like, oh my god, this level of drama, be it male or female, just a just a, a live train wreck on television for me to enjoy is awesome. And so I, I guess I want to take back my comparison of that I think The Bachelor is much more drama filled because it, it's girls. I don't I don't mean that. I just think when you see when they tee me up for all of these tears, that's drama and I can't wait for it. And it could be boys or girls. I mean, like, remember Blake? How I, I oh, hated God. Blake, yeah. and all he did was cry. And like, that was good drama, though. You know, if this was if this was a, a bachelorette with all Blakes, oh my God, <laughs> it's the exact same thing. You know, I would watch the shit out of it, and I would tell you, wow, there's gonna be a lot of drama in this season because it's like, and I think this is probably where I'm trying to get to is it's because they're all 24. Mm-hmm. So it's an age thing, yeah. Whereas, not a, not a, yeah, not a gender thing. Yeah, and and again, like this being such a great season, like Tasha was experienced. She was a little older. All the dudes were a little older, and like she she ran that show very nicely. You know, she yeah, wasn't I mean, sending dude, mixed signals or rewarding bad behavior. It just like everyone was cool for you know amazing. Mostly. You remember in the in the opening rose ceremony, dude? She. She didn't do the whole rose thing and make the single guy wait. She said, can I talk to you, Ivan? And they went and she did a proper goodbye. This woman is a class act. A class act. And I think it has everything to do with age. And so anyway, I hope the audience doesn't think that women are drama. It's age that's drama. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was the same with Peter, like seeing Matt James, that teaser with like pretty much everyone on the show, ugly crying. And of course he can't handle it <laughs> because they're like, if they're all that, you know, young and it just amped up and like heavy with the drama and, you know, who knows if half of them want to be influencers or, you know, just like shake it up to get that attention, which is totally possible with the younger contestants that like. What, did he think he was just going to get to, like, politely, you know, date these 30 young women and, and not deal with any of it? And from the look of it, like, it's going to be more than usual? I think you you had the best uh, explanation, or I don't know if explanation is the word, but descriptor for the uh, this Matt James season. And you, I think you said verbatim. Oh my god, the teaser. It's going to be a fucking bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> I have that written down in my notes right here. Yes! 
Brilliantly worded, Wade. Yes. You nailed that. That's exactly what that fucking is going to be. And that Queen Victoria is going to be a problem. Oh, and God. I can't wait. Yeah. She is She is literally, and I hate to do this again, she's a Stasi from Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> she, just, she just is a Stasi. And if any of you are listening and you know what a fucking Stasi is and you agree with me, send me an email at ilovethatbachelor at gmail.com. Because she is. She's a Stasi. And then the, the one young girl who's like a socialite from NYU. Yeah. She's definitely the one they're talking about being a sugar baby. And that's brilliant drama. Yeah. There's going to be so many interesting conversations to have. Yes! Sorry. <laughs> Based on this. <laughs> I'm so excited for this season. And you know the best part? We're what? Eight. We're 12 days away, dude. It's coming so fast. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? No downtime, bro. We're right. Get back on the saddle, bitch. Mm -hmm. It's going. We're doing this. We're taking off, uh, what, next week. And that's it. Yeah, yeah literally, yeah. <laughs> it's nice that, uh, I mean, as long as we're unpacking the uh, teaser, it's nice that they seem to have found a better kind of resort environment, I guess. Okay, I I'm glad you brought this up. Because... My, that was my first thought was, holy shit, did they just, like, rent out an entire, like, fucking, what I imagine is probably in, like, Connecticut, you know, it looks like, because mm -hmm. they, they, they can go woodsy, or they can do not woodsy stuff, and I was like, this is definitely in a place with a lot of space, and it looks like it gets cold, this must be, like, Connecticut, you know, because they're not going to rent out, like, a giant New York hotel, like upstate maybe it is upstate i don't know but it must be if i may the jewel of wherever the fuck it is club and resort a waldorf astoria resort and club and uh wow didn't it look awesome how and it looked like they were able to do stuff yeah they like got activities. like zip lining or gondolas and yeah they could like go hunting or I don't, I don't know what you would do on an estate but uh but yeah there's there's space to set up or infrastructure for actual activities Instead of just cardboard cutouts, which, you know, it, I don't share the opinion that, oh, that sucks that, like, Tasha's season, like, was cheap and this one's going to have stuff. Like, they did the best with what they could, you know. They didn't know they were going to be operating under these circumstances, and I'm sure they learned a lot during Tasha's season. They're like, oh, you know what, if we just didn't have it, like, at a literal hotel, that might open yeah. up some <laughs> possibilities for us. Because, like, we had, we had the Carnies bring in that... uh that merry-go-round or the Ferris, Ferris wheel, wheel. <laughs> but yeah. like that was that was an ordeal it was expensive we should just go somewhere with more stuff yeah yeah and it appears that yeah i mean i again i i am waiting with bated breath i i i am stoked i think that's gonna be awesome yeah um of course my fear is is that they don't have a good bachelorette selection due to the age but maybe they will you mean that uh, matt james won't pick a good bachelorette or that whoever is the next bachelorette correct will be coming from this pool that's a bummer because like peter's season didn't have a lot of strong you know no like no one i, I wanted to see in the role my um my favorite pick should they choose to pick her is uh danielle maltby 
who is from a season that you didn't watch and on Paradise. She's the one who kissed Wells. Remember mm. when I told you that yeah, anecdote yeah. on Wells' first season? She's gorgeous. I think she's perfect. Um, and based on my um, uh, internet sleuthing, she appears to not be dating anybody. So, you know, I mean... If you were to if you were to pick to, you know, send me on any sort of specific bachelorette, it would definitely be this one. If it's Danielle. <laughs> click 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 click. Sorry. <laughs> Wade's googling. <laughs> I felt compelled to try and do some last minute information hunting on a whether or not you know so they didn't they had this teaser that we've been talking about and they did not give us a follow-up after the final rose which is bullshit situation so uh everyone was like oh well good morning america they'll be on good morning america and then we'll see if they're actually still together or not are they looks like it they've Um, been posting yeah i i i swear to god wade if they don't last we're going to Newark, and we're going to find him. And? That's it. Just find him. Just find him. I'm I'm not going on the record with something. Sure, but I think uh, we're, we're winking heavily at each other at the moment. Am I doing it? Mm-hmm. Am I doing the wink? Yeah. With both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I gotta tell you, the scene when uh, <clears throat> uh, when um, Zach and Tasha are like at nighttime doing the toast, that was so cute. I find myself just getting so emotional when she's saying those sweet things to him, and then at the end, when he was saying all those sweet things to her. I was like, I. Why can't it? Why can't you marry me, Zach? <laughs> you know, because like, wow, like, I, I'm. I can almost make myself tear up now. It's just so sweet. I just love seeing like love, on television. You know, it's so awesome. You know, and that's the beauty of the reality TV. It's like, well, yeah, I could I could watch fucking Lifetime, but those are actors. These are real people that are professing their love for each other, and it's powerful. Yeah, and it's so much more satisfying than the shit show. Like, I I get wanting to watch people humiliate themselves. That's a big draw for me in this kind Same. of entertainment. But seeing this, it felt so rare. And, and you're talking about the speeches. Like, Zach's proposal speech was the most coherent, pleasant, sincere proposal speech probably in the history of the show. Yeah, and it, I, I would think so. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't just platitudes. There was like experiences they had to draw from, and like I, I feel like we had a chance to actually get to know them. So it was just really satisfying in a way that I'm, I'm not used to this show. I hopped on during Ari, and like yeah. we were like we were saying like every season like we broke the fucking show again. Like you'll never believe like we're off the goddamn rails and like. That's been yeah. every season since I started watching the show. So that's what I expected. And we had our, you know, we were talking yesterday. We had our theories about like, oh, how could this go? Is she going to like pick no one? 
And but I was, it went straight up. It yeah. went straight up, dude. He got a great edit. It's like, I mean, and we knew. We knew so early on who the final ones were. Like, you could feel the love. And then it went straight up. And, like, no no dicking around, no toying around with us. It, it, it was just, like, unadulterated... Like I think they're gonna last. I think Zach is intense, and 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 if he doesn't, you know, make right by her and her family, I'm gonna go to New York and find him. <laughs> so, I think he knows what he's got. I think he knows too. Oh, I will say though. Here's here's my here's my hard criticism on Zach. Uh, <clears throat> when he was asked by uh, Tasha's mom, I don't remember her name. I'm sorry, I don't even remember the dad's name. Mrs. Tasha. Yeah, that's the dad. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he, she asked him um, the old "Where do you see you and Tasha in five years?" question. Mm. And here's my knock. He goes, "Happy, married, and starting a family." <clears throat> that's not at all how I would have answered that. Truth be told, and, and maybe this is just how I am, where I see myself in five years is like, I've got plan A, B, and C about my next five years, and any different variables could affect how this plays out. And like, if I, if I were asked, where do I see myself with Tasha in five years? You know, I would say, well, the implication is for sure that we're going to be happy, married, and starting a family, but... I hope we're together doing things that um, further our careers and our lives together and we build um, like a family and a loving home. And But we continue to address, you know, like address achieving our goals, you know. You know, I want to learn more about what she wants to continue to do. You know, find hobbies for, that are separate and together. You know what I mean? Like find a way for both of us to to thrive and grow not just be happy married and have a family like that's kind of the implication bro of getting married unless you both decide you didn't want kids mm. yeah it seems ha- like happy a, and married are there yeah it seemed like a trick answer like a very straightforward question but he sidestepped it a little bit I, and i've been hard you know i've taken him to task very recently because i thought some shit was gonna go down Sure. And I and I recognize that now that maybe this is a bit of a prejudice that I had on account of him like being, you know, a recovering addict. Like, ooh, like did he lie about the cheating thing or did he lie about not wanting kids and like is that a bullshit answer to the where do you see yourself in 5 years? But like I don't know, maybe it's just it just can just be nice. And like, you know, there's <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there's no sinister, <laughs> there's no secrets. He's not dead. Like he, you know, he's, he just, he's Zach. He is who he is. That was probably real. It was probably honest and earnest. It, I, I mean, it, it felt that way. And I think that comes down to, well, I just qualify my life and quantify it differently than other people, I guess. I'm a plan guy. I've got plans. You know? Mm. Like, if I was him, I'd already be considering how can I open my own rehab? You know, like what can he do in his community that's greater than just working at a rehab or being on the board of one? You know, like, is that a part of his five year plan? 
Or is it just to continue what he's doing? Which it could be. It totally could be. I just think... Again, we're just we're just different Zacks, and <laughs> you know he got lucky, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and if he doesn't treat her right, I swear to God, I'm gonna go to near can find him. Oh, I think we've established that. Was it clear? Did I say that before? I think so. I think it should be the episode description. It's just <laughs> a personal <laughs> memo from you to to this Zach. Okay, I'm typing it in right now. Say, listen, listen here, Clarky. If you fuck this up, so help me God. So yeah, uh, happy ending. Wonderful next season to look forward to. I, I, uh, I was still like on my toes with this one though, even though all signs pointed to Zach. Like I was very, yeah. I was very shocked that Ivan got let Same. go. Yeah, that felt unprecedented. I I dare say I was blindsided. And I love that. Fair. Drink. But uh did we <laughs> we didn't hear them have the religion conversation, did we? Okay, so I'm glad you brought this up. That was my question was I must have like tuned out for a second. So they broke up over religion, right? Yeah. Like just we that was it. Yeah, and I, I didn't know if the edit was trying to not show the lengthier conversation for, you know, whatever, for the viewers to not, like, alienate anyone or something. But end of the oh my God, end he, of it, I think I, all I got out of it was that, like, Ivan is not religious and Tasha is. And I, I, don't, I don't think it matters and I don't care. Like, does yeah. she go to church every Sunday? Because... If you don't, and you're a Christian, then you can probably be with a non-believer, and it's not going to be a huge deal. Like, I think being with someone who, personally, being with someone who can't drink alcohol would be a larger, like, lifestyle disparity than, you know, a kind of, like, I go on Christmas Christian. That's another question I had for you. And it didn't occur to me to consider this and then they kind of talked about his sobriety for nine years it became heavy at the end and when she was doing the toast what the hell was in his glass because i was like wait she's got she's definitely got champagne what does he have in there and i was like is it just white wine yeah when he was when he was with the family he definitely just had like ice water because mom had a beer everyone else had vodka sodas and that's the first time i even bothered to notice and i'm like oh yeah he's recovered he wouldn't drink alcohol probably it it never occurred to me until this episode so every time they were doing a toast were they just filling his shit with apple juice like really yeah probably and that's cool that, like, the show and him didn't make a big deal about it because that's, yes, you know, a stereotype yeah. of whatever recovered people or, like, you know, vegans. Like, people that need to announce their, you know, sacrifice in, like, not partaking in something that others are partaking in. Yeah, and I felt like that would have added an interesting dimension to him to get me to like him more, you know? Like, holy shit, look at this guy, dude. He's around this th- this thing that's for better or worse pretty alcohol fueled and he's yeah. just you know steady freddy the whole way i wasn't ready for that 
Yeah. It's it's interesting too, just because it's a very particular whatever. It it's I don't want to say not normal, but not typical for like the bachelor nation environment you know because yeah like everyone's getting wasted every night yeah and like you drink wine on mondays like if there's a virgin on the show you bet your ass they're gonna put a microscope on that every episode (laughs) but the dude who overcame addiction like we're not really you know we'll let him talk about it if he wants to yeah interesting yeah no judgment i i i felt so awkward just even talking about the the religion thing because like i'm not very religious and when i see people i don't i don't get that from them you know unless they make a big deal out of it like madison in peter's season you know like she talked about it and you like you like knew that like peter was gonna have to be like daddy faith leader of the family get the kids baptized like she laid that out clearly for him but then, like, most other people are just like, oh, yeah, like, Jesus is, like, important in my life. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like, you know, the my parents level of Christian where, like, we go on Christmas and we try to be decent. Yeah. But, like, we're not going to convert people or, like, thump the Bible. and Yeah. I mean, that, that's how I look at me being a Jew. It's like, I'm just a Jew. I don't I don't care if you're Jewish or not. Yeah. And it can still be important to you without driving a wedge between potential relationships yeah i mean it's not my identity outside of i just hate nazis sure but Um, that's not unique to jews intensely it's true yeah they hate white supremacists too fair i hate them and if you feel like you want to try and tell me about how those are good ways um you can definitely send me an email at i love that bachelor at gmail.com and i will happily debate why you're wrong this is probably the perfect uh <laughs> conversation for us to be having on this show like let's engage uh, with white nationalists yeah and talk yeah. about the bachelor <laughs> um can i can i hit you with a completely um unrelated off the cuff um thing please did you hear about KFC? Anything like today or yesterday? I've been seeing these weird commercials where like a snowman delivers it, but it's so piping hot that he like melts and the, com- you know, it's like cute, oh, the holidays, well. but he's dying. I haven't seen that. That's okay. great. Yeah, They're murdering that snowman, they're, the chicken. There's a lot of violent snowman commercials this holiday season. <laughs> this year really fucked with people. <laughs> You want to know why I think, um, by the way, uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of the commercials that are out that are new um, don't have actors in them. It's all voiceover or animation or claymation or things they can do because you don't you can do that remotely. Yeah, Uh, I've been watching a lot of sports and you can see how when the new commercials started coming out that there were less and less actors in them. There's a new Chick-fil-A commercial that's fucking horrid. They talk about this mac and cheese in the chicken nuggets, and they're like, literally, I swear to God, hi, my name is Monica, and the thing I like about the Chick-fil-A mac and cheese is that um, you can really taste the cheese in it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's your favorite thing about mac and cheese It's the cheese? That's like me saying my favorite thing about macaroni and cheese is the macaroni. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, please. that I like it. That's my favorite yeah, no. thing. The thing about it is it, it just tastes good to me, and so I eat it. And I eat it because it's food. I need to eat to live. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's food. <laughs> yeah. 
No, so the KFC, bro, um, they've announced um, a game console. It's called the KFC Onsole. And I, my first flag of what I pisses me off about it is that, is it the KF console? Is it the KFC Onsole? And if it's the KF console, I understand. And from a business perspective, KFC is in the name written, but it's not in the way that you say it. So the brand recognition is a little lost because eventually in people's minds, it's going to be the KF console mm. and tangentially it's going to have the three letters KFC next to each other. When I think of this console, I do not think of chicken. And so like, what's the benefit here? What The way they, I think they've argued to get around that is that they're using the heat that happens um, when you run electronics they're quite literally, instead of putting a fan in there to cool the, the system, they're letting the heat get trapped into an area in which in the middle where you can put your KFC chicken to keep it warm. Um, it, it's one giant gimmick, except for the fact, Wade, that the specs say that it can play 4K at 240 FPS. It has like a one terabyte SSD. Um, so it, 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 it's like not fake. It's like super fucking real, apparently. Um, and I don't want to be cliche and be like, this is the most 2020 thing to happen. But my, my thought is, is again, from a business standpoint, I want to address the fact that a fast food company is not branding their name properly in the title of the product, but beyond the fact that Beyond that fact, they're trying to break into a a industry that's quite uh, quite literally a duopoly between Xbox and Sony, Microsoft and Sony. This is a huge fucking risk. Do you really think that you can like be KFC and make a video game console and break into an industry? They have the ability for economies of scale. They can they can they have the money to waste on something to develop and to potentially sell but how are you going to get exclusives for it you know now you need now you're asking dev teams to create games with kfc code specifically unless you're trying to do computer games and then it's like well why don't i just get a computer and it's like okay well it may be cheaper than a pc but also, it's not going to be as good as a PC, and it doesn't have any of the exclusives. So hopefully the code then is pretty open source for the games. And, and I'm not like a big gamer. The, you know, I was just, I, I just finished an MBA program, so I look at these things and I'm like, okay, so this is like a case study. How can I case study this, this, this production line here? And I don't get it. I don't understand why you would choose to do that and is it is it just to get people to talk about it but c c because none of this makes me want chicken <laughs> it makes me want to address the fact that i think it's fucking stupid um th the better option and and i think they did very well is that fucking um emilio Estevez? no not emilio estevez i forgot his name he's between emilio estevez and wilmer valderrama mario lopez he did um he did the KFC Lifetime movie. Did you see this? No. I, no, I, saw, I saw the console, and I thought it was a joke. 
No, it is, it is hyper real, bro. So you didn't hear about this Lifetime movie? A KFC Lifetime movie. Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you after this. It it is quite. It, it's a 40 minute Lifetime movie starring Mario Lopez as the Colonel, and it's like a hyper sexualized, literal Lifetime or Hallmark movie about a nefarious love between two people, and one of them's Mario Lopez as the Colonel. That's brilliant marketing. That makes me go, holy shit, KFC. Like I want to talk about that. This console thing. This is a huge waste of money. How are you going to break into this industry? You know, if you can get a lifetime to buy into making a movie and you have the money to make a movie, this is a one-off, easy, people talk about it, whatever. But you need you need an entire supply chain <laughs> to make a fucking video game console. And forgive me for my rant. I, I had to give you all the facts, and it's entirely numbing and baffling to me. Where to begin? <laughs> well, okay, for one, I assume that it would be PC games or, you know, open source or whatever, like, not exclusives. And uh, I think it's just as simple as, does your PC keep your chicken warm? Does your Xbox keep your chicken warm? No, but... I think you're overthinking it. I have an oven. I'm sure a lot of people who would be the target demo for this product also have ovens, but it's their gaming console. I mean, so yeah, but like, is there real benefit in that? Now I gotta go clean my video game console. Oh yeah, never mind, like, is it airtight? Like, are there moisture issues? Like, what if my food starts burning? Is that, you know, like, the idea that we're just gonna forego a fan to keep your system from overheating and be like, no, we'll use it to heat up chicken. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. Like, (laughs) it makes no sense. And I don't want to say that I'm not surprised like maybe maybe kfc just knows that like it's all gonna end soon like they saw the meteor and they're like wouldn't it be funny if we just tried to get into a game that we have like no business being in i couldn't even it's, it's stranger than fiction i couldn't think of of a more comical example that's like even close to that (laughs) there's no reason and it would be different too if it was like if it was the console you know if if this was like you know the playstation or you know sony that was saying like oh we've we found out like this cool side effect of our fans like you can also multi-purpose it for your food like interesting that's cool but mainly you're in the game making business but for the fried chicken people yeah to come at you with like oh hey we're making like we're we haven't been here since nintendo or whatever like we're just we're skipping right to the 5k you know like fifth sixth generation console thing and like we're just gonna hit the ground running you know like please consider us on equal footing with you know these giants who have been doing it for 20 plus years yeah man it's crazy to me I don't understand. And it can't be a lost leader. People aren't going to be like, I'm going to get that KFC console. And then, and then, and then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get some fucking chicken to go in it. Does, does that, does that happen one time and cover the cost of it all? No fucking way. And just, 
It's, Do you know what I mean? And I'm sorry to bring to, this it, up it, on here. Why chicken though? Like, <clears throat> like a hot pocket. Like, ooh, it's got the pocket, so you can like. But like chickens, just on a practical level, like I couldn't imagine playing video games. And like, and oh, then and reaching. then I'm going to grab a greasy piece of fried chicken and like eat that. And it's, it's just, it boggles the mind. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I'm sorry to bring this up on here, but I knew it was going to be a good aside. And I really wanted your take on it um, on record. Yeah. <laughs> should, should we like get one and maybe like write it off as a business expense or something? No, no, uh, no price has been released yet. Okay. And that too factors in here. And it's like, you what re- the fuck is going on? You really don't think it could just be like a fake thing? Like just a viral, like, oh, here's a prototype proof of concept. But like, I hope so. Do you fucking think anyone's manufacturing these? Why come out with the specs? I don't know. Speci- specificity is, you know, the, is that a, is it the trick? I, I hope I'm wrong. I do, because it's wrong. It's not how... It, it is not okay. I hope I'm wrong, but all signs point to this being hyper-fucking-real, dude. It's crazy. And in the same year that they came out with a fucking Lifetime movie? Starring the Colonel? What the hell is going on? What is going on? What? Somebody with a lot of power might be trying to tank the company. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why yet, but we'll find out. I just don't get it. I don't understand, man. I don't understand. And if they had told me that, like, we're doing it specifically as, like, a stationed VR machine, then maybe. Okay? Because, like, there aren't too many VR people, and that's kind of new technology. But I don't know. They didn't tell me that. And so the whole thing is, like... What the fuck is going on? Who? Am I okay? Is this year over yet? <laughs> is this even happening? Like, <laughs> who's fucking with me? God damn it. I have been having crazy dreams. And I have a pretty consistent dream line of regular things happening to me. And it is very confusing. <laughs> there is nothing like dreaming having your morning routine and going through all of the motions and then getting to work and then waking up. And having to do it again. Yeah. It's mundane and it's cruel. I don't know why I would have that dream. Okay. Slightly off topic here. Oh, what? From The Bachelor? Do you think think if Ben had said I love you during Hometowns and made it to Fantasy Suites that, that that would have been the, you know... Tay said we missed some monumental time, which I assume means spending the night together. And I'm like, was that it? Like, did Ben just like fuck up his timing? Yeah, I think so. Because I was reminded it, of it him been a- Go ahead. doing that whole thing where he's like, I'm going to talk to her last tonight. And then like, you know, she's like, okay, I'm going, we're done. And he's like, oh, wait, I wanted to talk to you last. It's like, he fucked up his timing. Like that's the story of Ben this season. But like, if he didn't, would he have had a chance? He for sure would have had a chance, and it would have been a lot harder for her. But I think Zach, as Claudia said, makes her toes curl more anyway, and I think she would have settled on Zach anyway. That's fair. It really always was him. And I have a theory about that, by the way. Um, 
whatever movie it is, it was you. It was always you. Um, but no, it was always him. And here's why. I was watching uh, the way Tasha speaks, and she too speaks with the bottom of her mouth, the teeth, in the same way Zach does. And I thought the signs were all there. She speaks with the bottom of her mouth as well. Mm-hmm. We've been duped this whole time. It was right there in front of us. Yeah. Don't they say that a lot of the times that uh, The Bachelor or Bachelorette kind of knows right away or within the yeah. first couple of weeks and then they just gotta not so, be yeah. a clear about it and allow the show to happen yeah give love a chance sorry sorry for the sidebar there yeah are we gonna get back to kfc Absolutely. my biggest gripe with um <laughs> with uh with zach's um meet the parents uh tasha's parents was that um, they, he brought the pizza and he said this is as close as we can get to a New York slice um, that A, looked better than the pizza he had on his New York date, quote unquote. Um, it did just look like regular ass takeout, though. And the fact that anyone said this is actually good, that's a crime. <laughs> um, and third... <laughs> The way they edited it, they had they were having the pizza and then they hugged to say goodbye, and all I could think about was, did y'all wash your hands? Was there a wet nap? Because like you're hugging and getting grease all over the. It, that doesn't come out. It just doesn't come out. Pizza grease. I've been in lockdown long enough because all of the white shirts that I've owned that I just keep wearing have different stains from all the food that I've been cooking because I just don't change what I'm wearing, and and that's on me. I understand that. I did that to myself. But, like, eight different people's clothes were just ruined in this incident. Mm. And they didn't tell me they washed their hands. This is a problem for me. Would you like a, uh, like a little silent film style card to just sort of, like, hard edit to black and then white that text? Works. Like, and then they wash their hands. And then, that works. And then we can return to them hugging and not triggering. You're not allowed to be even like uh platonically intimate with someone after you eat if you don't wash your goddamn hands okay it's gross it's fucking gross i'm never gonna be the same after covid same you just got me thinking like why didn't the show constantly have people like wet wiping and like sanitizing i guess they they thought they were safe in their bubble but i feel like i would still be you know masked up half the time yeah well, and that, that's something I've been thinking about a lot, too, dude, is everyone that left this show, literally the producers probably had to be like, hey, here's your mask, and you have to wear this, like, outside always now. Because this, they started filming this, you know, like, in, like, March. Right. You know, kind of at wave the beginning. One. <laughs> yeah. You know, before it got, like, serious, serious. There's, there's, like, a weird culture shock back to the real, back to the real world here with this shit. Yeah, it it was like a vacation. Yeah. Um um I I I have another question for you if I may. When Tasha says um her father was her rock and then Zach says you were tough because dads can be tough. My question to you is what is this dad father thing? I'm a little unclear on this. I thought Do you have a dad? Do do I have a dad? Does everybody have dads? 
Sort of. I thought he was, uh, did she not express that when she was struggling with her first marriage that there was a point where her father was there for her on a really bad night, like sitting in the car, listening to her cry? What? No, yeah, yeah, and that's my question, though. She keeps calling him her father? What is this father thing? Do you have one of those? Do most people have fathers? Yeah. I, but hers was supportive when she struggled. I mean, I, there was a guy in my life when I was up until I was like 10 and then I don't know what happened. Was that my dad? Are you? Do, does everyone have a dad? Yeah, oh, God, I'm sorry, Zach. Okay, now I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, usually there's a mother. I would, you know, typically there would be a mother and a father that, you know, married huh? and, and had the kid. Like, that's that's often how, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's huh. like a typical family. I must have been raised a little bit different because it was only my mom. Yeah, yeah, no, now I'm, I'm realizing why this must have been so confusing to you watching it. But yeah, that man that uh, was with Tasha's family, that's her dad. Oh, okay, because for a second there, you know, he, he said they were talking about him being her rock, and I was like, wait, I would love to have the rock in my life. And now that I know that there's a father thing, he could be my dad. Um, Do you think he'd be interested? Only one way to I find can, out. You know, I, I keep uh, messaging Seth Rogen on Instagram, asking him to be my dad. You know, Chris Harrison's kid, his nest just got empty. His kid went <laughs> off to college, so maybe... <laughs> hey, you're right. He's maybe little, I can get Chris Harrison as my dad. I bet he's just going stir-crazy. Um, you could That be, might work. You could be his, you know, his little guy. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, so, so my dad died when I was really young, but... My one of my best friends' dad just died, and um, uh, after he died, he he texted me and he was like, "Hey, you know, I think I know where you're coming from now, man. I get it." And then I was talking to my other best friend, and the three of us are a trio of best friends. Package and, deal. Uh, it's a package deal. And he looked at me um, and he said, "Jesus Christ, dude, I." I probably got to put my dad behind like bulletproof glass and keep giving him vitamins because he's the only one left of this group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, uh, it's good and morbid and fun. And I appreciate that. I like yeah. that. That's funny. Um, there you go. Yeah. Cause I, I would, with my best friend before his dad died, I would always ask him if his dad wanted to be my dad. Um, he never really took to it, and then at one point when we were much older, he told me to call him Mike instead of Mr. Neck, and I had a hard time calling him Mike, because I've known him for like 18 years. Did you ask, can I call you Dad? Or Mike Dad? I, I had in the past, yeah. Yeah, he just laughs it off, he thinks it's funny. <laughs> I think he, I, I know he liked me. Sure. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> but see, that's the thing is everyone's like, oh, you crazy little boy. You know, I, I'm not your dad. You know, I know you had unfortunate circumstances, but, uh, you know, I can't be your I can't just be your dad. And I'm like, no, 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 you can. You see, adoption's a thing and I'm not opposed to it. I wonder how that but works, like. Can a thirty-year-old get adopted? 
and legally have a dad that would have no, no like legal rights or you know what i mean it's not like yeah no yeah exactly completely wasted like unnecessary you're a notary make it happen <laughs> You know, it's uh, it, it's one of those things where I've I've joked about that a lot to people, to older gentlemen who uh, are nice to me. And I'm like, hey, why don't you be my dad? That could be cool. Um, and they they never take me up on it. Is it me or it's them? It's definitely them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if I did have one of those, though, I bet you they'd buy me that new KF console. You've really uh, good callback. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I was going to do it if you didn't, because that seems to be <laughs> the topic that got the most uh, mileage in this episode. That's my bad. Oh, no, not at all. if she picked Ben. You what? I would have been pissed if she had picked Ben. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have happened. He didn't have the confidence. Really, none of them did. Zach was the only one, and maybe that's just something we didn't uh, account for as being a... Uh, you know, like that's a box that you gotta you gotta check with Tasha. You gotta have a little swagger. And we it was on display when he was walking away and he kept looking back at her. I was like, that's it. I mean I know the toast was it, but that that's it. Yeah. Um, although I do have another theory. Um What if KFC Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's a little off topic again, but we saw Ben showering. Yeah. Confirmed, new bachelor. That could be fair. It's confirmed. I don't know if it's confirmed, but he's he seemed like an all right guy. I think people could get it's behind confirmed. it. You know, we shower scene. We've been wrong before, though. Is that it? Is that all it takes? Is the shower scene? I don't know. It just seemed weird because, like. Is it like Zach's that thing not... you were talking about in like a murder mystery show where like they they linger on an actor's face for too long and they're Jesus? Did I do that on the air? The whole undoing bit? No, no. And oh, okay. I was like, don't spoil it for I'm anybody. Like, I'm absolutely <laughs> grinding my thoughts into these podcasts. Or you know what I mean? If you like do a close up <laughs> on someone and they like sh- their eyes are shifty and they look side to side and you're like, ooh, that must be the killer or a bad guy. And like, is that is this bachelor? Uh... You know, trope that like if you see them Feels showering, like they're gonna be the next bachelor. Well, I mean, they do the shower scene a lot, and like we didn't see Zach's not like a bad looking dude, and we saw him brushing his goddamn hair next to his toothbrush. We didn't see him showering. Yeah. So they know what they've got with Ben because that boy is built. Yeah. Um, and so that's just a thought for me. And it's it it's not really that crazy to consider that a guy who doesn't talk very much as the bachelor, Ari, Colton, uh, Nick Vial, Peter, or any of these guys like talkative dudes. Yeah. Does it matter? Like, you know what I mean? Like. That's why Tasha was so perfect. Tasha's the best. She like ever. Put, she put people at ease. She asked questions about their lives. Like that's really what it was. She was a questions. great question taker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, do you have anything anything pressing? I think I got all of my important questions. Oh now. yeah, no, I I barely <laughs> had anything <laughs> to start with, but I I think we got it all. Just uh. A slightly inappropriate, vain, judgmental thing is uh, props to Chris Harrison for not getting bad plastic surgery. 
Yeah! Like, I love that he's got, like, wrinkles around his eyes and looks like a human. And it, like, really sells that dad, you know, bringing it back to... to dads that... I don't know. I just like it. Like, Neil Lane looks kind of scary to me sometimes. Looks yeah. like a corpse in Neil Lane. Hi, I'm Neil Lane! We know, dog. Damn. <laughs> Fuck, man. Jesus Christ. Everyone knows who you are. I don't know how you're alive. I swear to God, he gets younger every season. Neil Lane? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Whatever. Chris Harrison's awesome. I like having him around. Chris Harrison's tight. Yeah, me too, dude. He had a good season. Yeah. He did a good job, dude. He really, really did. It's like rooting for the referees in a sports game. <laughs> like Chris Harrison really killed it this season. <laughs> you know, I, well, I think it's to that point when um, before the rose ceremony with Ivan, Ben, and uh, Zach, both uh, Zach and Ivan walked in, right? And Chris is standing there, and they're like, hey, how's, he's like, hey, how's it going? And Ivan goes... Hey, it's great, you know? We both said I love you. And Chris is like, yikes. And then Zach walks in and he's like, hey, how are you feeling? He goes, it was great. We had a great time and I told her I loved her and she said she loved me too. And you can see in Chris's face without saying it, yikes, again. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, that guy is really, really showing what's going on in his head there. He was on display this season. He was great. Yeah. There's this weird, like, smug voyeur kind of vibe. you know I love him I don't think he's a bad dude but like he's he's seen this heartbreak shit show dozens of times like 20 years of this yeah it's probably like the equivalent of like listening to toddlers just tell the same lies to you and themselves over and over and it's like okay buddy so you love her so you said you loved her you're ready to commit to this all right you're a big boy aren't you yep okay um god what what's it like when he goes <laughs> home to his partner like oh jesus <laughs> i honestly man this kid this kid blake i can't stand him i was sold on chris this season when ed showed up and he's like look oh, come on man come on in man you want a drink and they were drinking that old fucking wine mm -hmm. and i was like chris is thriving dude he literally gets to play golf in a regular year in all kinds of foreign locales, dude. On company dime. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have to do anything. He's got the easiest job. You know, he's like one of the richest people on television. Sure. I believe it. I I forgot what I forgot what it was, but I did I I had looked up the math on how much he on how much he makes and shit. The guy makes like uh six figures at least every episode. Damn. And I'm pretty sure it's way more than that. I don't remember the exact numbers, but, like, this is the easiest job. If I was him, I would write it out like I was Fred Willard. Rest in peace. We need to get a Levi in here. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, that's all I got. We'll, uh, awesome. we'll be back uh, in, in a week, maybe, with uh, do a draft of, of the Bachelor ladies. Yeah. Yeah, we might we might do that. That could be fun. Yeah. Um, and if we don't, don't get your fucking you know your heart set on that, guys. Yeah, we'll um, we'll still do a, a quick uh, review of all of them in the first episode anyway, because you know, what 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 else are we going to talk about? Uh, not much else to do. Yeah. Well, hopefully, there's, hopefully, there's a lot to talk about. But um, 
Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Those are my dogs. They're uh, excited too. They're very excited for uh nice work, dude. You got good on camera flavor. Um I'm very excited for Matt James's season. And it's like right around the corner. We don't even have to wait. But I swear to God, if after Matt James's season we don't get an absolute awesome bachelorette season and if we don't get and this is the real kicker for me this is very important if i don't get fucking paradise i think i'm gonna riot that's what would push you over the edge that's yeah that's finally it yeah (laughs) (laughs) take all your uh, community organizing (laughs) power and just squander it on protesting not getting paradise no i'm pissed about it too seems reasonable yeah so yeah it it better be good it will be yeah i'm, I'm so grateful be. for all content i'm we're all going crazy same well cool thanks for hanging around this uh awful first four episodes and absolutely phenomenal last eight taste is the best if you're wrong i mean if you disagree you're wrong and you uh can tell me that at i love that bachelor at gmail.com yeah it's been a lot of fun thanks for listening thanks um, also, they found Earth in Battlestar Galactica. They found it, but it was completely, uh, just gonna have to watch it, Wade. I'm not gonna tell you what happens. Oh, I know you've been playing this whole teased. time. You've been waiting. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, you'll have to tune in next season. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.